Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Hey, welcome back. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Some really important articles to consider today as we continue to watch what's uh, happening in the Middle East. But it's not just the Middle East that we have to be concerned about. We need to be concerned about, unfortunately, uh, right here in our own backyard. And so we've got this uh, article from the Washington Times. This was yesterday. FBI says terrorism threat hits a whole other level after Hamas attack. And he's talking about threats against the U.S. Okay, and uh, considering now we say, well, that's over there, right? That's in the Mediterranean region. That's Israel. That's the Middle East. That's not really us. And then there's these stories that have been coming out recently. Thousands of special interest aliens from Middle East countries stopped at southern border since 2021 in a Fox News story and some other people picking up on it. And uh, it's another one that uh, references Steve Daines, Senator Steve Daines of Montana, who had recently visited the Rio Grande Valley. And so all these are in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I heard Sean Hannity talking about it today. And uh, the numbers are and where they're from, because just recently it came out like 11 million people have hit the border since Joe Biden took the office January 20th of 2021. 11 million. We're probably up around 30 million illegal immigrants living in this country at this point, Uh, 8% or so of the total population. And so uh, my, my concern and your concern probably is not so much with the people that are coming here to try to uh, earn more money. I'm not talking about the fact that they're <laughs> illegal and violating the law and they know it and they're part of a uh, trafficking and child sex trafficking and child abuse. There's, there's no excuse for any of it. The whole border needs to be shut down. Build a wall 100 feet high uh, would make me happy. <clears throat> so, But in terms of today, I'm not going to talk about the people that are just economic people looking for an opportunity to make more money and then send some of it home, whatever. I'm talking about people from countries that we should be concerned about. Remember when Trump got in trouble for that? Uh, Afghanistan, Algeria, Bahrain, Bangladesh, Egypt, Indonesia, Iran, Iraq, Jordan, Kazakhstan, Kuwait, Lebanon, Libya, Malaysia, Morocco, North Korea, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, Tajikistan, Tunisia, Turkey, Uzbekistan, and Yemen. And all those uh, just in the last few weeks. And then I'll get to the numbers and stuff as we go through this. <clears throat> and so we need to contemplate what's going on on the southern border. And be, and be careful. We all need to be aware. This is kind of like 9-11 type mindset. Uh, and I think we all need to be concerned. We all need to be aware as we go about our daily lives here in America with this number of people coming. And those are just the ones that they know of. So there's whole significant numbers of people from terrorist watch lists, like people that are actually on the terror watch list, and then other people, military age men from countries that have large pockets of terrorism that are here uh, by the hundreds and probably thousands. Where are they? Uh, Why are they here? What are they planning? And and I think we need to take that seriously. Setting that aside, which I'm going to talk about 
more. Uh, I mentioned this the other day, but really didn't have the time to uh, to push on it. Uh, tomorrow night, my friends at Capital Commission, they've been on several times recently. Grant Castleberry, uh, pastor here in Raleigh uh, at Capital Community Church, and my friend Jim Young and Brad Harbaugh. And, and Capital Commission, when you've heard me talk about pray1tim2.org, this is an incredible ministry that has a gospel outreach, a Bible study outreach too state capitals, including the one right here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Jim Young started that organization, started that ministry, and God's just done amazing things there. It had a huge impact on my heart with respect to politics and politicians. Tomorrow night here in Raleigh, uh, so November 2nd, from 6 to 8.30 p.m., Carolina, the Northridge Country Club up in North Raleigh. Beautiful location. It's always a nice event there. Whoever's having events there, uh, a good dinner. And so uh, Grant Castleberry will be bringing the message he was on last week. Fabulous pastor, served our nation in the military. Just an incredible pastor. So he'll bring the keynote message, which will be great. Uh, my longtime friend, Matt Papa, if you've been to any of our uh Called to worship events in the past, which is the way we used to raise money, a big call to worship event once a year. And, and Matt's just an incredible singer, songwriter, Christian artist, and now is really uh, particularly focused on the world of hymns. The guy's unbelievably talented, and he's going to be performing uh, tomorrow night at the at the Northridge Country Club. Again, 6 to 8.30 p.m. I'm going to be there. Unfortunately, my bride is working. Uh, but they've given me um, a number of tickets. These tickets normally you would pay $150 just to get in there. And so these are free, but I'd like to give them away. Two pair, three pair, however many of you are, are available. Make sure you are available, but it's tomorrow night. You know, it's it's not it's not formal. It's, a, you know, kind of business casual. <clears throat> It'll be a great dinner, and it's a great cause. This is a great ministry, and, and that needs our support. And you'll be blessed by Grant's message. You'll be blessed by... Matt's music, we'll all, uh, you and me, we'll all be sitting together at the same table. I love these guys. And again, uh, God really used Capital Commission to get my heart where it needed to be with respect to politicians, especially, and praying for them, which has become a, a regular part of my life and it should be a regular part of all of our lives. So I want to give away a few pairs of tickets to come join me tomorrow night. And again, uh, this, that normally you would pay $150, which is part of their fundraising per ticket. But th these are free. You don't have to do that. But if you can donate, uh, you know, they're going to spend money to feed you. So oftentimes when you go to these events, you should be uh, willing, if you're able, willing to um, help support them financially. So please consider that if you'd like to come join me tomorrow night. But it's tomorrow night. That's Thursday, November 2nd, 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. at the uh, Northridge Country Club in North Raleigh. So if you're here in the area. So I'm going to give you the phone number several times during the show. All you have to do is call in and say, hey, I'd like two tickets, uh, me and my spouse, me and a friend, me and a friend from my small group, whatever the case may be, and come join us. That's tomorrow night again from 6 to 8.30. So make sure you can. But here's the phone number. Just call in. We need your name and your email address, and I'll get you on the list, and we'll get you in there, and, and we'll hang out tomorrow night. Uh, an incredible ministry, a great cause. 866-348-7884 is our number as always. 866 348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. Uh, two or three pair of tickets to come join me at the Empowering Leaders for Righteousness event tomorrow night for our friends at Capital Commission here in North Raleigh at the Northridge Country Club. 866-348-7884. Call in for those free tickets. Come have a nice dinner with me. A great message, great music, a great cause. 866-34-TRUTH. As always, 866-348-7884. I hope you and your spouse or a friend will come join me. Free tickets, just give us a call. 866-34-TRUTH. This is Steve Noble. We'll be right back. I've been waiting 
Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Good to be with you again. Come on, y'all. Nobody wants to come hang out with me for dinner tomorrow night. That's so lame. Uh, with our friends at Capital Commission, Empowering Leaders for Righteousness. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, here in Raleigh, Thursday, November 2nd, 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. These are free tickets, a great cause. Uh, Grant Castleberry is on last week. Fabulous pastor. He'll have a great message. He's the keynote speaker. And my friend Matt Papa who's a veteran songwriter and Christian musician and doing a lot of hymn work now. The guy's phenomenal. And he's performing. I, I don't get to see Matt very often, once every couple of years, so that'll be awesome. He'll be uh, here in Raleigh. And you can come uh, have a great dinner at uh, the Northridge Country Club and sit with me and uh, just be blessed. And hopefully you can uh, bless them and, and give them a little bit of a donation or a lot, depending on what the Lord has entrusted to you. But I have some tickets I want to give away. Give away two or three pair of tickets uh, to come hang out with me tomorrow night. And really important cause, great dinner at Northridge Country Club. 866-348-7884 is the phone number. 866-348-7884. Just call in, just need your name and an email address and then we'll get you taken care of. 866-34-TRUTH. Okay, I'll remind you a few times throughout the hour. would love to be able to give these tickets to a few of you folks and then uh, hang out together tomorrow night. Uh, otherwise, I'll just do it on Facebook tonight and they'll be gone. But would love to uh, have you there. It's really a great opportunity. And, and remember, after this week, I've only got seven weeks left. After this week, I have seven weeks left on the radio. Okay, Friday, December 22nd will be my last show. So I'll be doing the podcast once a week, focusing on Noble You and that calling in my life, which is front and center for as long as the Lord allows me to do that. But I'm going to put 100% of myself into reaching these high school students, not only here in the area, but across the country. So the podcast, we, I want to get you on that email list, though. So just text my name, text Steve, to 66866. That's all you have to do. Just grab your phone, and you're going to send the text to 66866 and a one-word message. My name, Steve. That's it. So text Steve to 66866. Uh, we'll hit you back and get your email address. I'll get you on the list. So every week when the podcast comes out, you'll get an email reminder of that. And er, the, probably the first email I do will be, a little lesson for those of us that are a little older on how to, how do you, some people don't know how to access a podcast. We'll have it on Facebook. We'll have it on rumble, but it'll be on, you know, Apple and Spotify and places like that. And I'll get, I'll, I'll do a little training lesson. <laughs> You're like, I don't do it. Can I do a podcast? Can I listen to a podcast on my phone? How do you do? Yes, you can. And I'll help you out with that. So just text my name, Steve to six, six, eight, six, six. And we'll get you on the email list for the podcast, which I'm going to start. In January, but the last day of the radio show is Friday, uh, December 22nd, okay? All right, so so I saw this this article just came out yesterday. Terrorist threats against the U.S. reached a whole other level after the Hamas attack on Israel. FBI Director Christopher Wray told Congress on Tuesday, saying the big players in terrorism have all renewed calls to attack America and its interests. He said the level of threats has heightened since President Biden took office, though U.S. law enforcement is better prepared to deal with them. Mm -hmm. The reality, this quote, is that the terrorism threat has been elevated throughout 2023, but the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of attack on Americans to a whole other level. He said Al-Qaeda has issued its most specific call for attacks on the U.S. in years. Islamic State leaders have ordered followers to attack Jewish communities and Hezbollah is eyeing U.S. targets in the Middle East. But don't think can't happen here. Iran, meanwhile, has pushed proxy attacks on U.S. military bases. Mr. Ray was testifying to the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee 
Uh, they said the greatest threat to the U.S. homeland remains lone actors or small cells of radicalized people using readily available weapons to attack soft targets. Uh, this is, and, and it's amazing to me because we've had this problem for years, of people on the terror watch list and coming from uh, highly concentrated terroristic countries uh, coming across the southern border for years. Where are they? What are they doing? How much does it take for them to walk into a Starbucks or a Chick-fil-A or a mall with a um, backpack bomb, a suicide vest, Alo Akbar, boom. Like, that's not, that's not that difficult, right? It just isn't. So when you see articles like these, you should really pay attention. Illegal immigrants from Middle East arrested at U.S. border over the past 10 days. This is uh, Senator Steve Daines. Illegal immigrants from Middle Eastern countries have been caught and arrested by Border Patrol agents on the United States-Mexico border since the start of the month, a cause for concern in light of the Hamas terror attack in Israel, according to a Republican senator. That would be Steve Daines from Montana. He visited the Rio Grande Valley in southern Texas Wednesday last week to learn how people were traveling through sometimes more than a dozen countries to get to the United States and was alarmed by the number of people coming into the country, particularly those who could not be chased down. <laughs> since the 1st of October, okay, it's November 1st, a month ago. Since the 1st of October, Border Patrol agents have apprehended individuals from, I read the list earlier, here it is again because you need to hear this, Afghanistan, Algeria, Bahrain, Bangladesh, Egypt, Indonesia, Iran, Iraq, Jordan, Kazakhstan, Kuwait, Lebanon, Libya, Malaysia, Morocco, North Korea, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, Tajikistan, Tunisia, Turkey, Uzbekistan, and Yemen. You know what all, almost all of those have in common? High concentrations of Muslims. Steve, are you an, uh, an Islamophobic? Uh, no. I just live in the real world. Like Rush Limbaugh used to say. It's like the mayor of Realville. Yes. Thank you. Pretty obvious. Concern over the threat of terrorism has grown since this weekend's terrorist attack in Israel by Hamas militants. Okay, this is a couple weeks ago. Since the start of fiscal 2023, last October through August, Border Patrol agents on the U.S.-Mexico border have caught 151 non-U.S. citizens who, after being processed, were determined to be on the FBI's terror watch list for being a terrorist or affiliated with someone who was. 151 of them that we caught. So how, how, what, how many do we catch? One out of two? One out of three? One out of four? So we caught 151. If it's one out of two, that means there's 300. If it's one out of three, it's 450. And that's since October 1st. The 151 figure, which Dane, Senator Danes highlighted during the call, is the highest annual number in the Border Patrol's 99-year history, surpassing the previous record of 98 people in 2022 and 15 people in 2021 in one month, according to Customs and Border Protection data. I'm very concerned about potential sleeper cells that can be coming across our southern border, he said. I asked Border Patrol agents how Syrian, how Lebanese, how Middle Eastern country citizens can come in, and they told me they fly first and foremost to an airport in the Middle East. Could be Saudi Arabia, could be Dubai. And then from there, they take a flight to Colombia. Then from Colombia, they're taking a trip, oftentimes by bus, across Central America, across Mexico, to our southern border. Uh, who's paying for that? Why, why are they coming? Who's, who's paying for all that? If you're on the terror watch list, there's a pretty good chance you're not rich. Who's paying for all that? Dane said four men from Syria were arrested during his visit to McAllen, Texas, whom he stopped by to see during his visit to Border Patrol's Adult Processing Center. Quote, I chatted with a Cuban young man who had just come across the border and was literally sitting outside the McAllen airport flying up to Boston. Of course, why not? 
you're, you're an illegal alien. Go wherever you want. We'll probably, we probably paid for it. And we asked, how much did it cost you to come across the border? This is Dane, Senator Dane. He said $4,000. He paid a Mexican cartel $4,000 to get him across the border. And now he's got his flight up to Boston, a guy who had just come across the border within the last day. There were two Venezuelans with similar stories, 3000 to 4000 to Mexican cartels. <laughs> what? More than 10,000 illegal immigrants from special interest countries, Afghanistan, Egypt, Iran, and Syria, have been arrested at the border between October 21 and October 2023. Two years, 10,000 illegal immigrants from special interest countries. How many from each country? I'm so glad you asked. I'll talk about that next. Come have dinner with me tomorrow night. Support Capital Commission, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. Got two, uh, I want to give away two more pair of tickets for Empowering Leaders for Righteousness. That's the uh, fundraising event. Great night of uh, encouragement and and information and inspiration for our friends at Capital Commission. That's here in Raleigh, Thursday, November 2nd, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. You don't have to get uh, totally decked out, but, you know, business uh, business casual. Uh, look fairly nice. It's a country club, but, you know, you don't have to grab a tux. So don't go overboard. Uh, 6 to 8.30 p.m., our good friend Grant Castleberry, Pastor Grant Castleberry from Capital Community Church here in Raleigh. My buddy Matt Papa, phenomenal a Christian artist, incredible uh, musician and songwriter, does hymns, which is amazing. He does a lot of stuff with the Gettys now, incredibly talented. So he's going to be performing and just a, such an important ministry to support Capital Commission. So we gave away a pair of tickets in the last uh, segment, and I want to give away two more pairs of tickets. Come sit with me tomorrow night. It'll be a great dinner, great cause. Hopefully you can support them. Uh, financially while you're there. 866-348-7884 is the number. And just call in. We just need to get your phone number, or not your phone number, your name and your email address, and then we'll get you on the list and get you taken care of. Uh, don't need to go on the air. Don't need to say anything. Just uh, your name and an email address, nice and simple. 866-348-7884 is the number to call. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH to come join me for dinner tomorrow night, Thursday, November 2nd, 6 to 8.30 p.m., Northridge Country Club here in Raleigh for Capital Commission, our dear friends over there. Great ministry outreach to uh, state capitals around the country. With the gospel and Bible study, they really do amazing work. Okay, so we've been talking about thousands of special interest aliens from the Middle East countries stopped where? In Gaza? No. Uh, from the river to the sea? No. Uh, at and in some of our military bases over in the Middle East? No. Uh, these folks have been stopped at our southern border. <laughs> it's really just psychotic. Thousands of special interest aliens from numerous countries, including the Middle East, have been arrested by Border Patrol agents while attempting to cross the U.S. southern border illegally over the last two years. All right, well, how many and where are they from? The data confirmed by multiple uh, CBP sources, Border Patrol, and reflects apprehensions between ports of entry between October 21st and October 2020, or October 2021 and October this year, shows that agents encountered 6,386 nationals from Afghanistan in that period, as well as 3,153 from Egypt, 659 from Iran, and 538 from Syria. What are 659 people from Iran coming all the way over here at, at, at a lot of cost? How, who's for that and why are they coming? Do we even know agents? And, and then we've had uh, 
significant numbers who are actually on the terror watch list. <laughs> actually on the terror watch list. Let me say that again. Actually on the terror watch list. Since the start of fiscal 2023, last October through August, Border Patrol agents on the U.S.-Mexico border have caught 151 non-U.S. citizens who, after being processed, were determined to be on the FBI's terror watch list for being a terrorist themselves or affiliated with someone who was. What? Why do you let them in? Uh, sorry. Bye-bye. No way we let you in. 3,153 from Egypt, 659 from Iran. Uh, 538 from Syria, 13,624 from Uzbekistan, 30,830 from Turkey, another highly Muslim country. And just because you're a Muslim doesn't mean you're a terrorist, but just about every terrorist out there today is a Muslim. Okay, remember that. 1,613 from Pakistan, 164 from Lebanon, 185 from Jordan, 139 from Yemen, 123 from Iraq, and almost 16,000 from Mauritania. The data does not include information on how many of those migrants were removed or who were released into the U.S. with a court date. Uh, that would be pretty much all of them because that's what they do down there, unfortunately, under the able uh, leadership of the Biden administration. Those numbers do not include encounters by CBP's Office of Field Operations at ports of entry. It also does not include the numbers who have snuck past agents without detection. Sources say there have been over 1.5 million such gotaways during the Biden administration. 11 million that we know of. And then <laughs> all these other ones that we don't know of. These are significant numbers. So that, that's what's out there. What are they doing? Why are they here? Who paid for it? How'd they get here? Because the cartels, like I read in that last article, you know, four or five grand to get yourself up here. The cartel's running basically a Greyhound bus line to get you up here from as far down as South America, the Dadian Pass and, and through the jungles there, all kinds of trafficking and human trafficking. This is really a, a human problem, way more than it is a political one, but it's a political one too. We have a right. That's why I'd, I'd be all for it. Build a wall, make it 100 feet tall. I'm with you. I have no problem with that. And where are they? What are they doing? So uh, what do we do? Do we, do we live in fear? No. We haven't been given a spirit of fear, right, but of love, power, and a sound mind. If you're a believer, and I hope you are, no, no, we're not operating out of fear. But should you be aware? Absolutely. Now, if you're going to be aware, this will be politically incorrect. What? So what? Just because I have seven weeks left on the radio doesn't mean anything's going to change. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to. What are you going to have to do? You're going to have to uh, kind of think one person looks differently than another. Right? You're going to have to profile to use president biden's language you're gonna have to profile now this isn't islamophobia this isn't islamic hatred this isn't a white guy going after people of color but if you if middle Asian, middle eastern people which is where a high concentration of uh, extremists are from terrorists and we know they're coming in we know they're here we just don't know where they are Relative to all the people coming in, it's a small number, but it's a significant number because 9-11 took 19 hijackers, 19. And we're way past those numbers in the last couple of years. All right. Like uh, what? 151 or whatever in the last 12 months, 151 people, fiscal year 2023, 151 people who are actually on the terror watch list. Well, 19 was 9-11. So that's uh, about how many? 
eight nine elevens worth of people. So Middle Eastern people. So should you be looking after every Middle Eastern person that you see, wondering what they're up to? I wouldn't. I would not do that. I don't do that. But if you notice somebody that is that's just something strange, you get just this the creepy feeling because of their behavior, the way they're acting, where they are. They're they're walking around, they're nervous, whatever. You could probably go online and what should I look for? It's kind of you know, you, you see people that it's just kind of something looks off. And then they happen to and this is gonna be really careful, and they happen to be Middle Eastern. I mean, am I gonna pay a little more attention there than if it's some dude that's got a MAGA hat on? Or Joe Biden t-shirt on? Uh, yeah, I'm going to pay a little more attention. I'm going to, oh, that's, that's interesting. Where are they going? I wonder what they're doing. And then if it starts to get really creepy, something's really off, you're like, Lord, help me understand here. I mean, I, I don't want to be paranoid. I don't want to call the police or inform somebody just because somebody happens to be, they look Middle Eastern. See, see, the, see how challenging this is? Like you don't, you wouldn't want to target somebody incorrectly that way, but yet you got to be aware. So be prayerful and be aware and, and Lord Jesus, please father, do not let any of this crazy terrorism happen here in our country. We pray against that. We pray against the schemes of the devil. We pray against these men that have gotten into this country that are from on the terror watch list, Lord, we, we don't know how many are here. You do. You know right where they are. And so we just pray for protection against anything, all those schemes of man, of the devil. But Lord, give us wisdom. Give us discernment so we're not hating our neighbor. We have to love our neighbor, but we have to be wise. And Lord, help us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. See? Is that, that all that difficult? No. And, and if you're sitting there and go, wow, I didn't know, Steve, you're such an Islamophobic. I'm not. I'm just aware of the fact that just about all the significant terrorist activity in the last 20 years has been of Islamic origin. And from a certain part of the world, now there's Muslims that don't look Middle Eastern. There's Muslims in Indonesia. There's Muslims around the world. There's uh, Muslims that look like me, American Muslims that converted. Okay. That's all in there. So, just because somebody's a Muslim, you're like, ah, ding, 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 ding. No, you can't think like that. But you have to go with what's out there. You have to go with what we know, which then takes you into wor the world of profiling. But you got to be really careful with that. And part of doing that is to love your neighbor as yourself. All your neighbors that are not a terrorist, which is 99.999% of everybody walking around in this country today. But there are people here who are. I have no doubt about that. And so just... Be alert, be aware, pay attention. Don't be paranoid. Don't be fearful. Don't be Islamophobic. I, couldn't find I didn't ask you. See, like, what did I say that got my stupid Apple watch to start talking to me? It's so frustrating. It happens in class. But be aware, be wise, okay? And if you want to call me a hater for that, go ahead. But I'm doing it for you as much as I'm doing it for myself and my own family. I think in the environment we're in, you have Jewish friends, look out for them too. That It's crazy the anti-Semitism going on right now in our own country. Like it's 1939 or something. The devil is busy. We need to be busy too. This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. We'll be right back.
Okay, welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. T-minus seven weeks and counting. What? What are you talking about, Steve? Friday, uh, December 22nd will be my last live radio show. And uh, switching to once a week podcast only in January at some point. We'll get that launched. And so just pouring myself 100% into Noble U and growing that, reaching more students. I'd like to add more teachers. So you're, and I'll talk about this more between now and December 22nd. Uh, here's who I'm looking for in terms of adding other teachers and other classes. We're going to have a big brainstorming meeting on uh, November 13th with my board and a few other people talking about, okay, what, what subjects do we really want to reach this next generation with? We're not going to teach everything to get you through high school. We want to teach things that really matter, which is why I teach civics and U.S. history and world history and Christian ethics, like media literacy, journalism, uh, theology, worldview, uh, uh, like logic, uh, how to think properly, uh, things of that nature. And so when I start adding other teachers, and I have a few already that are friends that I'd love to uh, bring on board to help, I want to find people that are at least 45 years of age so you have life experience and wisdom. If you're 30 and just got out of school, I have no interest. <laughs> Sorry. 45, uh, second career almost, and although this, none of us are going to be making a bunch of money doing this, uh, but you can make some. But that's not why you do it. You're doing it because you have a passion for a subject that matters in terms of training young uh, kids coming out of Christian homes, high schoolers, to be able to deal with this culture, to deal with the world, to be effective for the kingdom in the American context. So that's why I teach the classes I teach. So I, I'm, I'm going to be looking for other people. And you don't have to have a teaching background. I didn't when I started. I, I have a passion. I'm pretty smart. I got a master's degree in ethics, so I can step up to the plate and do this stuff. And, and I'm not the only one. There's other people out there that can teach the subject. You can disciple. You can build will, biblical worldview. And you can handle it from a gospel perspective all, all in one class at one time with 10 or 15 students in there with you. And then we put that stuff online and we reach people all over the country. So I want to find passionate, mature Christians, men and women, who you like. You really want you, – you, you're really intense and passionate about the subject. You're passionate about reaching these high schoolers around the country, which online allows us to do. And that's the deal. That's why I'm getting off the radio on Friday, December 22nd, to pour everything I've got into Noble U and this cause for as long as the Lord gives me the energy and the breath to do it. And then by bringing other teachers and stuff, you hope it keeps going. But we can, we can impact thousands or tens of thousands of young people in the next 10 or 15 years. Maybe 100,000. I don't know. Go big or go home. This is the Lord we're talking about. So that's why. That's why the radio show in its current form ends on Friday, December 22nd. You want to be on the podcast list? Just text the word Steve to 66866. Okay. My name's Steve to 66866. We'll get you on the email list and that'll start coming out once a week uh, in January. Okay. You got to hear this. I, I was I was just uh, perusing Twitter this morning, now called X or whatever, and ran into this one. This is uh, Bishop Robert Barron up in Minnesota, a big deal Catholic leader, acclaimed author, speaker, and theologian, in an uh, interview with... Uh, a very committed Jew named Ben Shapiro. You know him, right? And here's what they're telling. Ben's got a question for him, and then you're going to hear Bishop Barron's answer. Ready? Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's play that. Now I want to talk about this. Listen carefully. What's the Catholic view on who gets into heaven and who doesn't? I feel like I lead a pretty good life, a very religiously based life in which I try to keep not just the Ten Commandments, but a solid 603 other commandments as well. And I spend an awful lot of my time promulgating what I would consider to be Judeo-Christian virtues, particularly in Western societies. So what's the Catholic view of me? Am I basically screwed here? No. 
the Catholic view, go back to uh, the Second Vatican Council, says it very clearly. I mean, Christ is the privileged route to salvation. May God so love the world that gave his only son that we might find eternal life. So that's the, the privileged route. However, Vatican II clearly teaches that someone outside the explicit Christian faith can be saved. Now, they're saved through the grace of Christ, indirectly received. So, I mean, the grace is coming from Christ, but it might be received according to your uh, conscience. So if you're following your conscience sincerely, or in your case, you're following the commandments of the law sincerely, yeah, you can be saved. What's okay. the Catholic okay. view? What's the Catholic view? You can stop. Yeah, you can be saved because your conscience, you're trying to follow the dictates of the law. There's Ben Shapiro saying, I follow, try to follow the Ten Commandments, plus the 603 ever, uh, other commandments. Really? Can I check the label on your shirt? Is it mixed fabric, Ben? You think he's going that far? He's, he's trying to knock out 613 commandments every day. So, so the bishop says, you don't have, I mean, that's the preferred way. That's the primary way. Your direct faith in Jesus Christ for your sins. Uh, and he can, through the atonement, take care of your sin debt. He takes it on himself. He imputes his righteousness to you. You confess, you acknowledge it's, it's you and him. You cannot work. It's all him. You put all your eggs in Jesus's basket. Yes, that's the primary way, as, as, the, as the bishop said. But that's not the only way. So now, via your conscience, if you're, if you're, because the conscience was written on the, that's again the law written on the heart. Paul talks about it in Romans. That's where your conscience comes from. So you're trying to obey your conscience and do the right thing. Even though you don't know Christ, you don't confess Christ, you don't even confess your own sin. You're just trying to follow your conscience, you know, the, the angel on the right shoulder as opposed to the devil on the left. And Christ's grace can be imputed to you, even though you have nothing to do with Jesus yourself. But it's powerful enough that it can be moved over into your column because you tried to live a good life by following your conscience. Or in Ben Shapiro's case, which is even more disturbing to me, Ben Shapiro. I try to follow the Ten Commandments. I try to follow the 603 other things. I propagate the Judeo-Christian view out there. I've got a big platform. I'm telling people about the Judeo-Christian perspective. But the guy flat out rejects Jesus Christ. You can go watch it yourself. Go pull up a Ben Shapiro on the gospel, Ben Shapiro, John MacArthur, whatever. It's all out there. Jesus is not the Messiah. I don't need Jesus. Perhaps he was a great moral teacher. I don't need him. He's not the Messiah. That's a flat out rejection of Jesus Christ. But the Catholic bishop says, oh, but you're trying to follow the law from the Old Testament. And, and yeah, you're trying to do good things. And you're talking about Judeo-Christian values. So we can move Jesus's grace from his column all the way over to you, even though you reject him. So either the guy just doesn't have the backbone to tell Ben, uh, yeah, Ben, you're in trouble. Because you reject Jesus as your Messiah. He came to your people first. You reject, they rejected him. You're rejecting him. Ben, do you believe that Jesus was born of a virgin? No. Do you believe he died on a cross to pay your sin debt? No. Do you believe he, he rose again? No. Okay, you're rejecting the tenets of the gospel in the New Testament, and then you can't be saved. You cannot go to heaven. You will not go to heaven. Well, that's not very nice. I, I think it is. I think it's me loving you enough to tell you the truth. But that's not what Bishop did. He flat out told the guy, you can reject Jesus and still go to heaven. That's heresy. And then they have this whole thing about, well, you can't presume. God can show grace to whoever he wants to show grace to. Okay, we can have that conversation about the infamous pygmy in the rainforest. But not any Muslim, pretty much every Muslim on the face of the planet has heard of Jesus. So... 
But they're but he's like, hey, they're they're if they're trying to follow the one true God, Allah is not the God of the Bible. And 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 you know, and they're 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 uh, uh, theistic. Then we're good. Trying to do the right thing. They can be saved without faith in Jesus. That's universalism. That's heresy. So I went to this one of the one of many CatholicWorldReport.com. Who will be saved? The Council and the Question of Salvation. And I don't have a lot of time to unpack this. So they're talking about uh, first, then consider four traditional teachings that the Council affirms. God offers the possibility of salvation to all human beings. Right? Okay. For God so loved the world. Right? Anybody. Anybody can come to faith. There's that. However, the church also insists that the grace of Christ can be rejected or refused. Okay, hard case, Ben Shapiro. You're out. That's not what the that's not what that's not what Robert Barron told him. Number three, the church teaches that there are seven sacraments which are instituted by Christ and which are instrumental causes or channels of grace to do the sacraments. However, number four, God's grace does work outside of the sacraments in many cases. For Catholic Christians, this can occur when they are deprived of the sacraments through no fault of their own or when they pray for grace outside the sacraments, even while also regularly receiving them. Likewise, a a catechumen who dies without baptism can be saved from the desire of baptism. Outside the Catholic Church, those who are in invincible ignorance, meaning hard-hearted, regarding the nature of the church and the sacraments can still receive the offer of salvation. Really? This was an explicit teaching of Pope Pius IX in the 19th century and has clear precedence in the teaching of the 13th century scholastic theologians like uh, Aquinas. So, follow your conscience, try to do the right thing, and, and even though you don't confess sin, you don't see the need for a savior. You're just trying to go in the right direction. So then, towards the end of their article, who will be saved? We do not know. Uh, I'm pretty sure in first John, second John, these things were written so that you may know you have eternal life. Uh, Jesus said it is finished so you can know. However, in the 1994 catechism of the Catholic church and in document Dominus Jesus, the magisterium has insisted that the means instituted by Christ in the Catholic church, her teaching and sacraments remain the ordinary means of salvation in the world we live in. People can be saved without these means. But it is greatly to one's advantage to receive their graces in order to be saved. It's better to be saved through Christ than to be saved without him, even though you can still be saved, even though you reject him. Vatican II gives us a number of sound principles on the question who can be saved. But the documents must be read carefully in the light of sacred tradition. Oops. This tradition, meanwhile, underscores the necessity for salvation of Christ and the church. Consequently, we who live in a secular age should take note. We have a joyful obligation to evangelize. What is at stake is nothing less than the salvation of human beings. However... Christ is with us even in the midst of our secular age. Accordingly, we can evangelize with vigorous hope and the grace of God to illuminate human minds and to inflame human hearts with charity. But then you're fine. You reject Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior openly. You're fine because you preach a Judeo-Christian message. Because you try to obey the not by the law. Got me pretty upset. Got to know the truth, friends. Got to know the truth. Only that will set you free, not tradition. This is Steve Noble on The Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward.